I don't think I'm going to be able to see very well. No. Wow. What an incredible couple of days, huh? Um, Father, I thank you that we can be lovers of your presence. I thank you, God, that your banner over us is love. And that your love is expressed through your presence. Melt us this evening. Saturate us. Allow our hearts and ears, allow our spirit to be very aware of your presence this evening. Wow. Well, today we've been pretty much discussing hearing God, and um, I just want to kind of continue on that little stream of hearing God and um, and being keenly aware of His presence. And uh, <laughs> and I will do my best to um, be dignified. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. Listen, (laughs) it's very warm in here. (sighs) Just more of your presence, Father. More of your presence. Let the weight of your glory come. Let the weight of your glory come. Let the weight of your glory fill this room. The weight of your glory fill this room. Let the weight of your glory fill this room. The weight of your glory. The weight of your glory. The weight of your glory. Several months ago, the Lord showed me something about His presence. And I'm not one that um, knows how to be very still. I guess He's giving you a vision. Oh! 
and um, I, I don't know how to rest very well. Uh, I like to get things done. I'm a I'm an executor. I like to have a mission and accomplish it. Um, it's just the way I am. It, it's exciting to me. Um, give me a project, I'll finish it. And um, and one of the mornings, I was just spending time with with the Father, and I was reading a scripture that I've read lots of times, and it's in the book of Acts, and it's about where um, Jesus, Jesus is, um, the Lord is at the right hand of Jesus, and the enemy has become his footstool. And the Lord said to me, what, what's at my right hand? And I said, oh, I said, your presence. And he said, okay, can I have a volunteer? No, he didn't say that to me. I'm asking for a volunteer. May I have a volunteer? Okay, Briny. Um, and um, just, you're going to sit here. Because this looks like heaven. So you have the presence of the Lord. Right? And he said, now just stick your feet up and be. Be in my presence. And as you are in my presence, the enemies in your life will become your footstool. And all I had to do was just be. I'm not a human doing, I'm a human being. And I really began to, you free to stay and rest in his presence or you can go sit down. It's up to you. Oh. Mm. I really, I'll give it you the word now. I'm not doing anything normal. Um, oh. You know, Bryony, I, I, I see, I had this illustration today. And I see um, the Lord extending your tent pegs. And, but the thing is, is that your tent is getting filled very fast. And so he's having to extend the tent pegs yet again. And every time the tent pegs get extended to be stretched out further, it gets filled up more. And he's just going to keep extending your tent pegs. So what I want to say to you is never get too comfortable in one spot. Because the more God gives you, the more he's going to stretch out the tent pegs and the more he's going to fill your temple. And the more he's going to open up those tent pegs. And the key is to rest in his presence. Sometimes we don't want to rest in God's presence. We want to do things. We want to help God. We don't want to wait for God. And I, I really began to think about what that meant in, in, in waiting for the Lord and resting in the Lord. You know, it, it was in 2008 that the Lord said we moved we would move here. We didn't move here in 2008. We moved here in 2013. And we had to wait and rest. It wasn't an easy thing, especially the last month when we were waiting for our visas to come. I was actually getting antsy. It's a shame I didn't have this scripture in my spirit then. Uh, 
But it, it gives me something to look back on and realize the importance of resting in God's presence. We don't have to strive. We don't have to do anything. All we have to do is be. And out of that, all the kingdom, all the things that have to do with the kingdom, just flow right out of it. There's nothing that has to be proven. There's, it, we're just us. And he flows like, just like a faucet that gets turned on. The faucet doesn't have to do anything. All we have to do is turn it on. The faucet's just resting there, but yet when you turn it on, there's this living water that comes out of it. You call it a tap. I'm getting some funny looks over here. My discernment tells me that I've said it differently. God showed me something as I began to just really rest in his presence. And um, there were a number of things, and I'll just be very vulnerable in front of you. Is that okay? There, there have been a number of things that have happened recently. And we just moved here only about eight months ago, I think it is now. Is it eight months? Seven months? And it was in February that we, um, my husband quit his job of 24 years. We packed our family up, sold our home, sold our car, sold everything, and we came with us. And um, so that, that's a pretty big deal, don't you think? We lived in Florida for 20 years. We lived in the same house in Florida for 11 years. We were at the same church for 11 years. I think that's a pretty big change. So that was one change. Then my daughter was engaged, and in the midst of us moving, she was getting married. That's a pretty big change. And in the midst of, of all of that, we had 15 people from America, praise the Lord, they like us. And they came to celebrate with us. That's a pretty big change to have a lot of people in your house at once. And then in the midst of it, we have a child that's mentally and physically disabled. And he, he was having a hard time with all this change. And he doesn't process information the way we process information. And he was letting us know how he was feeling about life, which added more. And what, what happened in this very short amount of time that I, didn't, I was unaware of was little by little my confidence was being taken from me because of my vulnerability. And I, I kind of forgot who I was in God because little by little my, my confidence, I, I, I allowed access into my heart, into areas into my heart that robbed me of my confidence. My confidence is in the Lord. But I gave it away, little by little, until I was just nothing but mush. And I was, I'm really grateful that the Lord only brought me through it in, in a short period. I learned my lesson in a very quick, quick period. And, and what he began to show me over this, this period is what the enemy has tried to do to, to all of us. And what he, what, he, what he does is, he, little by little, he robs our confidence. And it could be life circumstances, like me. It could be, and maybe you're not like me, but it could be things we say to ourselves that isn't so positive. You know, what, one of the things, I'll be vulnerable again, last night really touched my heart deeply. 
It touched my heart so deeply because, you see, I honestly, I, I believe that God loves me. I don't doubt that one single bit. I don't, I don't even just believe it. Like, my whole being receives the love of God, and nobody can take it away from me. That's my confidence. I know that. You can't even take it from me. But what I, I was doing, because I became, we became a missionary family, I decided that I would control the finances. And I opened my heart to be an orphan. I began to think like an orphan. I need to get a job. I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to help God out. He, he, he needs my help, clearly. <laughs> Does he not see? <laughs> My confidence, even in that area, I was unaware of it until last night. That I gave access in my heart in that area. I regained my confidence in all the other areas that I thought I had lost my confidence. And in this one area, I wept before the Lord and I said, Thank you so much for loving me so much that you revealed this truth to my heart. I receive my confidence back. It doesn't matter what's in the bank. Does it? Money grows on trees. It really does. Do you want to free your heart up? The best thing to do is give when you have nothing to give. I'll tell you a quick story. We were in Malta not too long ago. And... um, and we were visiting and um, partnering with another missionary family that's in Malta, and they've been there eight years. Well, they had a problem with their car, and they had to get their car fixed. And I overheard her. I'm very sneaky about things. God always just puts me in the right place at the right time. And I overheard her say that the car was going to cost 50 euros more than what they anticipated. Well, guess what I had just pulled out of the ATM machine? 50 euro. To last me a week, but that's what I had pulled out. I think I was just going to eat almonds. And, and, and instantly, I mean, I didn't even think twice about it. I just handed it over to her, and she said, you can't give me this. And I said, yes, I can. And she said, no, you can't. I said, yes, I can. It grows on trees. Take it. And I handed it to her. And do you know that night the Lord doubled it? I can tell you story after story after story. And, and, but we have to be, I have to be so careful not to give the enemy any access. Because even with those great stories, I would look at facts. And facts aren't the truths that we have to live by. I would look at the facts and believe the facts instead of the truth. And then instantly, I've allowed my confidence to be handed over. And the enemy had access into my heart. I want, I want to just read this. I, just, I began to really ponder on this word confidence. And, and if you break it up, it means to you know, break it up. Confide. And, the, and scriptures talk about the deep unto the deep. God confides his heart to us when we're in his presence. He confided his heart to you today. That was very special. And it gave you confidence. 
when God confided his heart to me last night in an area that my heart needed healing in, it gave me confidence. Something awakened inside of me. The root syllable con means with. Think about that. With. He is with us. He's pouring his love on us. He's allowing us to hear him. He is with us. That's pretty cool when you think about it. Fadir means to trust. With, to trust. The Greek mean, a Greek, one of the Greek meanings for the word trust means you win. Can I just do a little jump? I mean, if that doesn't get you going, oh, then I don't know. Nothing, he's for us and not against us. He is for us and not against us. And that just really got me excited. And, and I, what I believe the Lord wants to do this evening is, is um, give you back your confidence and to encourage you in what you're called to do. Because, see, if he can steal our confidence, then we're afraid to step out, aren't we? He does the same old tricks. He says the same old things. There's nothing new under the sun. And he wants to give us our confidence. He wants to confide in us. He wants to awaken our faith. If we lose confidence, in a sense, we lose faith. We're right on the verge of a mighty breakthrough. Ain't no devil going to get my confidence. God is awakening your vocal cords. And he's opening your mouth. And he's giving you confidence to say what the Lord is speaking to you. He's giving you ears to hear, eyes to see, and a heart that understands. He's given you a new mind, and he's given you a new heart. And you are a new woman, and you are forever changed from this day forward. And God does not see you as you were. He sees you as you are to be, and as you are to become. And you are a new woman, and a new creation in the Lord. And just as he loves Jesus, as much as he loves Jesus, he loves you. And there's nothing about you that he doesn't like. Nothing. He loves your playful heart. He loves your playful spirit. He likes the way you like to joke around. He likes the way you like to do tumbles. He likes every single bit about you. He likes the fact that you're just like a kid and you go ahead and get on a skateboard too. Whatever you want to do, do it. Because God has made you just like that. And it's, and it's in that that freedom comes. And not only does freedom come for your own heart, but freedom comes for others, and you are a freedom carrier and want to see the, br- the chains break into people's lives and see freedom reign in people's lives. God has created you to be a freedom ringer. You are a new woman.
you know, the enemy doesn't care if you're female, male, young, old. He, he doesn't care. If he can take what you're carrying, then he thinks he wins. But the good news is, don't you love the good news? I love the butts in the Bible, too, because the butts are like this giant eraser, but God. You know, I just love it because it erases all the negative things, and God just gets his big butt razor out, eraser out, and he erases everything that the enemy tries to say, but God. I mean, how many butts are there in the Bible? Massive amounts. I love it because it, it says this thing, but God. But God comes in with this mighty right arm, you know, and he just erases everything the enemy tries to do. Everything the enemy tries to steal when it comes to confidence. Am I allowed to say but? Okay. <laughs> I'm all done with that. I just want to share some stories. Is it okay if I share some stories? You all read your Bible, don't you? Good. If Daniel didn't have confidence, he wouldn't have been able to walk into the lion's den. The lions were subdued by the confidence that Daniel carried, by the peace. He was in the presence of the Lord, and he made the enemy his footstool. The three dudes that went into the fire, my Americanisms, you know who they are. They had confidence, didn't they? They had so much confidence and so much peace that they were able to go in and they came out untouched. Jesus was in the boat in the midst of the storm, and what was he doing? And when he woke up, what happened? Stop the storm. It's out of the peace that we can speak and declare and be all that we're created to be when we're in his presence. No striving. I mean, he was sleeping. I think that's a pretty good example. I mean, don't you think? One day I was out running, and and um, I oversaw the, the, it was in the harbor, and I was unaware that there was a train that came across the harbor. And I'm just running, looking at the stillness out there, and all of a sudden, boom, there's this train. And instantly, what I heard from the Lord was, it was out of the rest that I'm going to send you. As, as he's confiding into, in us, we're in this place of rest. And as we're in this place of rest, we become strong. We become confident. I think that that's pretty exciting. Hannah, we're studying, we're, right now we're studying um, the book of Samuel with a few people. And, and um, I love when Hannah came and, and it was out of anguish. She was sad and, and disappointed. 
and 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 she wanted to have this baby and um and she said to God, you know, if you give me this baby, I'll give him back to you. And when I when she gave him back to him, she gave all of him. I looked at this baby as a gift because it was a gift from God that was given to her and she gave her whole gift back to him. She had so much confidence, so much trust that she just trusted the Lord to do as he wished. And and she made she said, "Here's my whole my whole gift. I'm not going to hold anything back. I know I waited for this gift to come. I know I waited a long time for this gift to come, but here's my gift. And when she did that, God blessed her five times more. Wow. I mean, that's a love with the Father. Only God can do that. Only He can do that. He is restoring your confidence. In a little bit, we're going to do, I'm going to do something. I have these pennies from heaven. Do you have that saying here? Did I say it right? Yeah? All right. I didn't mess that one up. Um, And these pennies are very dear to me, and I'll tell you why they're dear to me. And the cool thing is, is a, a friend of mine, she gave me, and this is, this is actually really relevant. I didn't realize that. Um, she gave me this bracelet when all my confidence was lost. I, just, I didn't realize that till just now. And what this is is a little penny on here. Now, I'll tell you why pennies are special to me. It'll be a miracle if I find them here. But every time God sent me out in America, whatever state I went to, wherever I was going, guaranteed, I found a penny. Guaranteed. Every time. One time it was right there in the church, right when I was getting ready to speak. There was a penny there. And... What God showed me one time was on every penny, on every American penny, it says, in God we trust. So every time I found a penny, I would declare, God, I trust you. I trust you. I trust you with whatever you want to do, whatever you want to say. I trust you with my family. I would just go, whatever was in my heart to say, I would say it. And on the back of every penny, it says, one cent. One who is sent. Don't you think that's cool kiss from heaven? Do you think that that gives you some confidence? He just, he likes to play. And he, he really, really, really likes to play. God is not stuffy. Look at me. He's not, I promise. I say things wrong all the time. I get things backwards. Paul's writing a book about all my silly sayings that I say backwards. He, 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 even one time I was praying for somebody. What did I say? Oh, God, God wants to give you the whole taquito. To, what did I say? Enchilada. And I'm praying for this woman. And I said, God wants to give you the whole tostada. And we're praying together. Do you know my husband walked away? Because he was writing every one of them down. He had purpose in his heart on that trip that he would write all my little backward sayings down. And he walked away laughing. And then he came back and he said, I think he meant to say enchilada. 
And I said, well, what did I say? And he said, definitely said Tosada. So I told the girl that I was praying for what I said. And we were just laughing and giggling in the midst of a prayer. A very serious one, might I add. Do you think that God likes to play? He likes to play. Let me tell you something else. I heard this a few times this week. Well, it's only Tuesday. Feels like a long time. I think it's in Isaiah. Isaiah? Isaiah. Status. Sonsberries. Burries. The train of his robe fills the temple. Do you know that history says that a king, when he would go into battle, he would cut the end of the robe off of the king that he overcame? And that end of the robe would be sewn onto the end of the train. So the longer the train was, the more battles they won. Think about that. Where's the temple? Where? Put your hand on your... The train. God is getting ready to restore confidence. The train of his robe fills your temple. The train of his robe fills your temple. Rest in that. The train of his robe fills your temple. Just receive. The train of his robe. Every victory is the Father's. Every victory. He doesn't need our help. Just wants us to rest. Make the enemies or enemy your footstool. Rest in his presence. Receive the confidence that the Father has for you. God has sent you for such a time as this. You are living in the greatest hour of your life. That deserves, I have to do it on this side, another woohoo! I mean, you are living in the greatest hour of your life. You are living. You're not dying except to Him. You are living in the greatest hour of your life. Every day is an opportunity to cease the moment. Every day. Every day. Do you know what I love the most about God? He's not waiting for me to be perfect. He wants me to play with Him just the way I am. When children play, 
They're not looking for the perfect kid on the playground. They're just looking for the one that will join in with them or that they can boss around. I'm the princess. You're the slave. Follow me. They're just looking to play. They're not looking for the perfect play partner. They're just looking to have fun. You know, we keep hearing this over and over and over. It's so true that he does. He loves us. 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 He loves you. 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 He's pouring confidence in you that you cannot even imagine that you could even walk in. I never, ever imagined that I can walk in the confidence that God has given to me and go around and speak and share my life story with people unless I didn't believe He loved me. I'm certainly not perfect. But you know what? I've caught the fire. I have caught the fire. And it's contagious. When you catch the fire and you believe what he says about you, nobody can take it. And we should never give it away. Not even with our own thoughts. You weren't created just to breathe. You were created for love. To receive love and to give love and to release love. Everything Jesus did, everything Jesus did, he was compelled and moved by love. It was love that brought him to the cross. It is a supernatural thing for me that I have understanding even just a little bit of the Father's love for me. I never had a father, who I, an earthly father, so I don't know what that looks like. And I never had an earthly mother that loved me, but I know God loves me. It didn't happen overnight, but what brought me there was his presence. And the more time I spent in the presence of the Lord, he would confide in me. And I believed him. Jesus says all we have to do is believe. It took me a while, a long while, and I still don't have it right. Clearly, I believed I was an orphan. But isn't that the beauty of the Lord? That's love. That's love for God to reveal that to my heart. That's love. Barbara, you were created for such a time as this. And God is opening up the seer inside of you. He's giving you eyes to see in an unseen realm. And as you see in this unseen realm, you're going to pull things out from heaven and see them in the seen realm. 
You're going to pull out hearing ears. You're going to pull out walking legs. You're going to pull out healed hearts. You're going to pull these things out from heaven. God is going to show them, and all you have to do is reach up and grab them. And God wants you to know, Lindy, that that's for you as well. And I would say to you that if that word resonated in your spirit, if you're anything like me, I'm like a kid in a candy store, and I just go, I'll take that. And I put it in my heart. I allow it to germinate in my heart. Sheila, I really see um, a massive change happening with you, and I see the Lord really beginning to shift your journey. When I saw you in here, I saw um, a level of authority just really beginning to shift inside of you, and I saw an increase. I saw the Lord increasing um, your realm and your sphere of authority, and I saw the Lord um, really beginning to send you out, and um, and I, I saw you actually beginning to train and equip and train and equip and train and equip, and there's something very new, something very fresh um, that's inside of you. you. You've actually not completely unlocked it yet, and this night, this this night, the Lord is unlocking it. There, there's no more restraints, no more restraints, no more restraints. He's, he's just, Father, I thank you for confidence, a newfound confidence and boldness. No more restraints, fire. Fire of God, fire of God. Let your glory come, let your glory come, let your glory come. Let the weight of your glory come. waiting. When I was in India one time, I don't know why I keep telling this story, but there, I went through this um, time where the Lord was having me kiss feet. Just kissing feet. Every time I'd pray for somebody, I'd, I'd have to kiss their feet. It was one of the most humbling things I've ever done. It pierced my heart. And I was in India this one time, since we're talking about confidence. And um, there was this man, he had leprosy. And his foot was so deformed and... Um, just open sores. It was a horrific sight, an absolutely horrific sight. And I was laying hands on him and trying to not touch the sore, being very careful, India. And the Lord said, I want you to kiss his foot. And I want you to kiss it right on that sore. And I was like, oh, I hope I'm hearing you, God. I'm not kidding. But as I was thinking that, I found myself going down towards his feet. 
Now in India, let me tell you, it doesn't matter if you have a sore or not. You don't. It's you don't kiss their feet. It's it's um it's not right to do. They don't feel worthy of anything like that. You just you don't kiss their feet. I didn't know that, and um, I kissed his foot. I'd like to tell you that I saw the Lord heal his foot. I didn't. What I saw him do was heal his heart. And this man began to weep and weep and weep. And then just shortly after that, confidence was being restored back into his heart. He felt the presence of God. He felt the love of God on him. And, and, and then we prayed for a man that was a pastor from a Baptist church. And um, Deva, who was the gentleman that was taking us from village to village, um, when we prayed for the Baptist man, and he just went, Whoosh. and this was after the display of the Father's love. And then this man went, boom. And when we were all done, God did a number of things that night, but those were the two things that stood out the most because the reason why the boom story stood out to me was because Deva whispered in my ear and said he's never seen a move of God like that on any hearts, and that man was Baptist. And he's assembly of God, and he never saw God move that way. Confidence releases the love of God. It's a beautiful thing, isn't it? It is a beautiful, beautiful thing. So I have pennies for you. And I know that I'm really mellow right now for me. I don't know um, how to do this yet. I'm still kind of waiting because I feel like the Lord still wants to release a little bit, a few more words, but I'm waiting because it's best to wait in His presence. So these pennies that I have, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Okay, these these pennies I have, I've collected over the years, many years, ten years. I don't have very many of them, but um, they're a collection of ten years. And the Lord reminded me that I had them in my jar that came from America. (laughs) It sat in my room, and every time I brought a penny home or found a penny, I, I would stick it in that jar And um, sometimes I'd forget, which is why I don't have that many pennies. But I have enough for tonight, I think. And they're very special because these are pennies that God dropped and reminded me that I'm one who sent. And he wants to remind you tonight that you're one who sent. You are one who is 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 sent. And not only are you one who is sent, but I see the Lord releasing a double portion in your journey that the Lord has you on right now in this hour. And this is the time, this is the season to see the breakthrough that you've been crying out for. This is the hour. This is the time. And the Lord is releasing the breakthrough. He's releasing the breakthrough. He's releasing the breakthrough. He's releasing the breakthrough. I'm reminded of a story with my son, Micah. I started soaking um, a few weeks ago by prompting of the Lord. And Micah, he, he loves worship. And, um, and every morning, are we ready to worship, Mom? Are we ready to worship? 
yes, Micah, hold on, let me, let me have my coffee. Uh, just a second, Micah. And, and he's just ready. First words off the, off the tip of his tongue, can we worship, Mom? And he, this was going on for days. And he would worship. Micah would stay in God's presence. Those of you that know my son, okay? I'll tell you the story in a second. He would not leave that room unless the music was turned off. He stayed in that room one day for eight hours. He would eat and immediately go back to the room and wait for another, another CD to go in or for me to repeat. Um, he calls it Jesus on the TV. I have a, a video of Jason Upton doing worship, and he loved it. Absolutely loved it. And the story went like this. There was a situation between he and Micah, or he and Emma, but his cry, and he was saying this before that situation, but he was saying this, he said, breakthrough. He kept saying breakthrough while, we were worship, while he was worshiping days before, breakthrough. Just every now and again, breakthrough. He must listen to me sometimes. Breakthrough. And this day he said, breakthrough, 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 break me. And because you have said that, because you have said that, continually, 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 the dam has broken. And your faithfulness has given you a double portion. Sounds of change. 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 Increase. Increase. So I feel like that represents that every one of those is one cent, and that just as you are holding every one of these pennies. In God you trust, and because in God you trust, you will be one who sends people out. A few weeks ago, it was like a month ago, I heard the Lord say to me that, um, he said, the north wind is blowing, and I was like, what? Do you do that with the Lord? What? He said, the north wind is blowing. What? And and um, and instantly, what the father said to me was that change is coming. Change is coming. Change is coming. And the north wind not only is it coming, but I believe it now has come because this was a while ago. We are walking in that change now. Could we just have some, is it okay if we have music, and can I just give the pennies to people? Can I pray for people? Can I do that? Yeah? Yeah? Okay. Um, Yeah, I guess just stand up, and I'll come around and give you pennies. 